100 weeks ago, Ryan Woods looked around and decided there weren't enough white guys doing podcasts. 100 episodes later, he filled the void no one else had. This is the Into the Woods 100th episode special. Sometimes you gotta write a new love song To get the old ones out your brain Yeah, you gotta write a new love song To get the old ones out your brain And I think I got one Yeah, and I think I got one Oh, I'm fired up now. Oh, are you guys fired up what's going on everybody this is the end of the woods podcast this is the hundredth episode i never thought i'd get here this is the hundredth episode special what makes it special that's completely up to you i'm not doing anything different maybe a little production value maybe a a little special video to get you in here but let me tell you something dude this has been an amazing ride i have so many feelings about this um i started this You know, I'm going to get this out of the way early so we can all be in our feelings as I go talk about nothing and probably dick and and poop jokes the rest of the way, but and ranting about nothing. But the whole thing started with me just thinking I could be smart and be funny and and all these things. I would watch podcasts and say, oh, look, I I can do that. Yeah, I can do that. And then I hooked up a microphone and, you know, I plugged it in and I got nervous and I did the first episode. I re-recorded it. I thought it was funny. I put it out. Didn't laugh once when I listened back to it because I was so... I just hate the way I sound, okay? And that's what it comes down to. And I'm insecure. We know this. I could sing the song, but I'm not gonna. I'm gonna let you go. I'm gonna let you get away with it. But listen, this is the 100th episode. This has been a great ride. If you've ever listened to an episode, and sincerely, I mean this, before I start ragging on everybody, I mean this in the nicest way, in the most kindest part of my heart. Uh, I don't even know if that's how you say it, but whatever, dude, leave me alone, okay? I'm going through a lot of emotions. If you've ever listened to a show or if you've ever laughed at a joke or if you've ever sat around listening and making fun of me, guess what? You, you helped me out because this was all a lot of fun and these last 100 episodes have been awesome. Well, the last 99 because this is the 100th. This has been awesome and I really appreciate everybody um, who's ever listened, who's ever subscribed to the podcast, who's ever given it five stars, um, who's ever emailed in, you know, everything. And so... It's been great. It's been a lot of fun, and I'm really excited to tackle the next 100 episodes and um, hopefully get better at this, hopefully, you know, have time. You know, I graduated college with you guys. You know, we went through a pandemic together, and we're still in it, kind of, I guess. I don't know anymore. I didn't know ever, so I'm not Joe Rogan. I don't know when a pandemic is real and when it isn't. He might. I don't. I don't pretend to know anything. You guys know that. I don't know how boats work. I don't know how... Um, planes work. Everyone acts like they do, but they don't. I don't understand. Uh, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't understand any of these buttons mean. I don't know. You know, we went through Wayfair selling kids last summer. You know, we went through a pandemic together. So, so many things went, went down with us that I think, you know, that we've all grown together. And for me, that's what it's always been about. Also, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. All right, let's get started, folks. Enough with the sappy. Enough with the sappy. I'm doing this. I, I, I just I feel so good, man, okay, because the last week has been awesome. How was your guys' week? How do I transition out of that? This has been a fun week. I got my drink here. 
I'm starting to sweat a little bit because I'm warm. And, uh, you know, I sweat this weekend. I go on a bike ride this weekend, right? I just go on this bike ride. And I'm biking and I end up in this neighborhood. And it has a big sign and it says garage, neighborhood garage sale, full neighborhood garage sale. And I'm like, oh, you know, I'll, I'll go bike through here. And I have my wallet on me. So I'm biking through the garage sale and uh, I'm looking around at things. And, you know, you never get good stuff at the garage sale unless you're first, unless you're early. And it was it was mid-afternoon at this point. So obviously it wasn't early. And um, I'm pulling through and there's... There's things on the sidewalk, and one thing says free. It's a cabinet and says it's free. And I'm, like, looking at it, and it's a nice cabinet, you know, and and the guy yells from his garage. He's like, you can take it. You can have that. And I looked at him. I'm like, I'm on a bike. And he goes, oh, yeah. And that was it. That was our conversation. Unless you wanted to strap it to my back or bolt it into my shoulder blades, guess what? I wasn't taking that that dresser or whatever it was. I was in such a blender from him saying that I had no idea what it was. I, I don't even remember what color it was. It might have been black. It might have been brown. I have no idea. I have no clue what's going on. But then I met my uh, newest family member, I guess. I don't know. What, what is your cousin's kid called? You know, what is that called? I have no idea. Am I related to that kid? In some way I am, right? Like a fourth? But anyways, I go over. I meet this baby. I met a new human this weekend. Brand new, fresh. Fresh out the bod human being, you know what I mean? And so I'm touching her, and she's not in a weird way, dude. Calm down. And I was sitting there holding her, and I'm nervous because, like, I've never held a baby, you know, at least in my adult life. It's been a long time since I've held a baby. And I'm holding the baby, and uh, the baby was born six pounds, nine ounces, six days old. Beautiful baby, beautiful baby. And, uh, you know, I, I was holding this baby, six pounds, nine ounces. I was born, if you wanted to know anything more about me, if you want to get really personal, I was born six pounds, 10 ounces. So I made it about me. I was like, wow, this is what it must have been like holding me as a child because I have to make everything about me because I seek attention and I'm emotionally unavailable. But enough about me, okay, until the next, you know, round of things. And we know we're going through and I met this baby, brand new baby, and it was awesome. I, you know, I'd never, I'd never, it was awesome, and it was also sad, okay? It was awesome, because somebody has a baby, and it's exciting, you know, having a kid is cool, until they start shitting, and, uh, you know, they're just probably going to be a shitty kid for a while there, especially when they get to middle school. You ever met a nice middle schooler? Fuck middle schoolers, you know? Just fuck middle schoolers. Um... But yeah, you know, we'll we'll get there when we get there. I mean, she's got a little while to go. She's only seven, eight days old now. So she's, you know, things are moving fast for her. But I was, I you know, I met her. I don't know how many people she had met before me, but uh, she met me. I'm probably, if she had a MySpace top eight, I'm just in it kind of, you know, by default because I'm just one of the people she knows. Is it a top five or top eight? I never had a MySpace account. I was too I was too young. I just knew my cousins had a MySpace account and they had music playing and I thought that was so cool. I was like, wow, they must be so good. I thought my cousins were so cool. Turns out they were losers like me. But that's fine. Okay, you know, we, we're not gonna worry about that, you know, all that much. But that's how things go, man. That's just how things go. So that's what I did this past weekend. Uh anything else go down, dude? 
oh, I we've been we've been viewing homes, okay? But first we went to Home Depot, and I got to get on Home Depot's case, and I know it's a tired joke. I know a lot of people make fun of Home Depot. But we go in there, and Dana and I, my lovely, sweet girlfriend Dana, who also made me this nice little sticker on the back of my phone. It's like a vinyl cutout of us. It's nice. You know, it's sweet. It's one of those things you do and you like because she's into it. And I'm like, oh, you know, this is nice. And if she's into it, I'm into it because that's how it is. And so we're looking at buying a house. We've been over this. And uh, people have a lot of opinions about that, as they do. You know, and some are good. Most are bad. Everyone tells you what they would do. I'm like, oh, that helps because you're not doing it, which is cool. So we're we're looking at all these homes. And I remember I showed up at her house and I was wearing... uh, uh, t-shirt, like a graphic t-shirt, an Undertaker t-shirt. That's how childish I am. And I was wearing Nike shorts, right? And she's like, I want you to take this. I don't understand. You're not taking this very seriously. You're not taking this very seriously. And I'm just thinking, what do you, what do you mean? Um, I don't understand how, how that's possible. And she, she's like, you don't, you're not taking it seriously. I'm like, what do you mean? I'm not taking it. I'm not, what am I not taking seriously? And so she's like, you know, getting on my case and and we go to the house. You know, she wears ripped jeans, so, you know, screw her. Um, anyways, we get to the house and it's just smoked out. Like, I hate these these photos of homes because they make everything look so bright and so big and just so, like, you know, it's like when you take a nice photo of yourself, you know, you're lying. And I can't, I don't blame these people. I know what the game is. I go on Instagram, people fake with the way they look. Why Why shouldn't houses? I get it, but we saw some homes today that we literally go in the house and the painters. If you're a fucking painter, I know Bill last year went on this whole fucking rant. Bill Burr on his podcast went on this whole fucking rant about painters for weeks. He was on painters' ass. And I know exactly why. Because fuck painters, dude. The laziest mother... If you're painting, you're a lazy fuck. If you're a painter... There's probably some good painters, like he says. But dude, I'm in this house, and there's a closet. A closet. And in the run channel of the closet, it says, do not paint. Do you know what's in the run channel? Paint. There's paint on the door uh, hinges. Why are you doing that? They're brass for a reason. Now the bolts are going to be stuck in with paint. Paint is a sticky substance. It hardens. You understand? And then, to go one step further, further, they even paint over that little latch where the door latch goes in. What is that called? The little hole that the latch goes in? I don't even know what that's called. What is, it doesn't matter. I'm just saying they paint over it. Why? And then, or sometimes they just don't paint the door on the inside. Then you go over people's houses and their, and their foundation is cracked and there's water everywhere. I'm like, what, what is going on? And they're like, well, we're going to get, you know, we're probably going to ask 10% overestimate. What? No. Not here. You're not doing that here. You're not doing that to me. So we've been pretty disappointed. We can't lie. It's pretty frustrating. Um, a lot of the homes are not good, but we're doing our best right now. You know, we don't have the kind of money that people... Um, normally would when they go to buy a home because things are tough out there right now and if we could get a house market crash so if you're out there and you're a banker okay if you are a investment banker if you are one of those scumbags that ruined the economy in 2008 i got a question for you why couldn't you wait a decade huh why'd you have to get so greedy 
right then and there. Why couldn't you wait for me to want to buy a home? And then I could have bought a house. But now, now the bankers are buying up all the homes. And then people tell me there's not enough homes. That doesn't make sense to me. What do you mean there's not enough homes? How is, who, who makes wood prices the price? Like people are like, dude, lumber is expensive. Who makes that the price? Who sets the price? Who is that? Fuck them. Oh, dude, these materials are expensive. Who is saying they're expensive? Because I want to talk to them. I want to have a conversation with them. I just want to talk. No, seriously. It's pissing me off. I'm not even trying to be funny. I don't even think I am being funny. I'm being honest. Oh, fuck. Sorry, you shouldn't yawn, you know? But times are tough. I'm I'm going through a lot, um, as you can tell. Things just aren't so easy. I don't know how people buy homes. People are like, yeah, I went through it. I'm just looking at a million homes. I'm on Zillow. What a fucking app, dude. Zillow lets you dream, huh? Zillow is just one of those apps that you can just dream on. You know, you see a house that's like 850 grand, and you're like, oh, I would have done this differently. Like, it matters. Like, you know, I don't like that there. It's like, you don't have any fucking money, pal. Keep going. That's what it should say. It should say you're too poor for this. There should be a limit on Zillow. No, too poor. Mm, too poor. It just says that to you. It's just like coming out of your speakers as you're looking at houses you're scrolling through, and it's like a $350,000 home. And you're like me. And and it just is like, too poor. And you're like, fuck. Fuck. It's, it's right. It's just so demoralizing that it makes you want to work harder. It makes you want to strap, pull yourself up by the bootstraps, and get out there and earn some real money. Like a good American. Well, a good American used to be able to work 40 hours a week delivering milk and then buy a house and have two kids and have a wife that stayed at home. Now, if, a, if, a, if somebody worked 40 hours a week and tried to have a house and a kids and a wife at home, guess what would happen? They would die from not being able to eat. One of them would at least die. You'd have to sacrifice one. Okay, and we all know it'd be the... Never mind. We all know it'd be the second child. Um, Because they're just not as strong. So, what's going on, man? That's what's going on. We went to Home Depot. Dana needed some PVC. And she's like, oh, let's go. You know, she did this girl thing. She's like, let's go walk around and see what we can do. You know, I want to do some projects if we get a house and everything. And I'm like, oh, yeah? Yeah, bad news. I can't fix anything if something's broken i have some rules okay i fixed our pool here at the house um recently and i want you guys to know that i have some rules for fixing things i'm trying to pull my messages up here but they're not loading so it's all good i'm not going to stress out but the pool, there was air in the pipe and all this, and I have some rules, okay? The first rule, be calm, okay? You have to be calm. And here's, here's the issue with, okay, I'm pulling it up. I'm pulling it up. Hold on, I'm getting them. Hold on, sorry, this is horrible. This is horrible. Okay, I'm pulling it up. Okay, here's my plan when things aren't working. And Dana should know this, because this is how I react now. This is how I am in all situations. I take it apart, okay? In this case, I took apart the pool pump, because I watched a video, and the guy said it's coming from the suction side. We had air going into the pool, and... There was air coming out of the jets, and I said, okay, suction side, suction side. I know all about that. So I go down, I unscrew everything, I take it all apart. I spray any hinges 
or metal or rubber gaskets with the silicone WD-40 in this case because it's waterproof. I reseal the gaskets with some lube, of course. I clean it, right? And then I put it back together. Okay, and if that doesn't work, I find the problem. And if that doesn't work, guess what? It's not getting fixed. And most importantly, remain calm. Because there's most likely going to be somebody watching you or breathing down your neck like a lady who will want you to fix something, who just gives you a honey-do list. And you know what? You got to just remain calm. So I'm sitting there, and I'm undoing the bolts, and I'm taking them apart, and I pull this pipe out of the ground, right? Because we don't have a flange. The guy was like, oh, you might have a flange. You know, it's a swim university guy. He's a fucking bonkers guy. He's just out of control. And he's like, you, you might have a flange. You just untighten it, and then you put the gasket on. Your gasket might be broken. Here's how you inspect. I'm like, dude, I don't have a gasket. So I just I just undo it from the ground. I pull it out. Thing starts breathing, you know, like, bloop, bloop. So I think I found the air. There must have been an air bubble, which makes zero sense in a closed system. But, dude, I fixed it. I'm a goddamn genius. There's no air coming out of those pipes now. Water only. And my dad's getting the water tested. He's like, I don't know. I'm like, well, it ran for four days pumping air into it. Okay, so I'm, I don't think you're understanding what I'm saying. It's, it wasn't moving water. Huh. But we go to Home Depot, and we're looking at all those things. I don't know how to fix anything. And she needs to buy PVC, and this fucking guy is working, wearing one of those stupid fucking yellow aprons with the pockets, and there's nothing in them, you know? And he's standing there, and he goes, he goes, what can I help you with? I'm like, oh, we're just buying this PVC. Can you? And she needed it cut. And she's like, can you cut it for us? And he goes, oh, I'm not supposed to. No, I'm not. I'm not supposed to do that. I really shouldn't. I'm like, well, are you going to? And he goes, because I mean, that's not a no. He's like, no, I'm not gonna. But you could just take, you know, a hacksaw and cut it. I'm like, yeah, but that's what you're for. He's like, yeah, but we're not supposed to. I go, okay. I go, okay. You know what Dan says to me? She leans over and she goes. She goes, I don't think if you weren't here, I think he would have done it. I'm like, no, that's just a lazy fuck who shouldn't be working at Home Depot. I was mad. I was mad about it. And now that I say it, I mean, they just have all these fucking people. Like, what qualifications does this, does this old man have working in the PVC aisle? The plum, plumbing aisle. Is he the plumber? Was he a plumber? Is he a retired plumber? Probably not. He's probably just some old fogey. I want to throw in as many awkward words as I can. Fogey. I just want to say all these weird words. Damn, that made me mad. But that's it, man. But that's it. That's all I got. Oh, I also killed a bunch of wasps. Dude, you know when it says kills on contact? This is completely off topic. You know when it says kills on contact on that raid bottle? A little shout out. I spray them. They just fucking die. Killed a bunch of paper wasps. So that's an endorsement for raid. If you ever got a couple wasps, get the raid bottle. They're dead. Just like that. All right, you guys want to talk hockey? Because I haven't talked to you since Game 7 of the Leafs-Habs. And those fucking Montreal Canadiens. You, okay, you want to talk curse? Canadian teams, when I picked the Toronto Maple Leafs to be a fan, we've been over this. I had no idea about the history. I just jumped in. Feet first. We were in Ontario. We were in Niagara Falls, Niagara on the Lake. I was caught up in the Leafs jerseys. In the logo, I was like, Toronto, Maple Leafs, biggest city in Canada. I'm in. 
I'm in. I want. I knew about Austin Matthews. I knew they had John Tavares. I know they had Mitch Marner. I was in. I was like, yes. They traded for Jake Muzzin, who was on one of those Kings teams that won a cup. I was all in on the Leafs. A little did I know, they were cursed. And I live in Cleveland, so let me paint the picture. I root for the Indians. I root for the Cavaliers and the Browns. Among those teams, one of them has a title since 1964. And it's because the greatest basketball player ever was born 30 minutes south of downtown. That's probably the only reason. So when I chose the Maple Leafs and they were up 3-1 to one on Monday, I was like, or they were up 3-1 to one in the series, okay? I don't want to relive it too much because it's still kind of rough. And now the Habs are 3-0 and on their way to the Final Four, which is, I mean, amazing. But I'll come for you, Montreal fans. You wait a minute. You let me get through this. They were up in the series 3-1. to And I haven't spoken to you since they lost that game. And I can't tell you. Like, just come out and play hard. Skate. I don't know much about hockey. Just skate. Do something. Get in the way. Make a hit. Pucks on net. All these crazy things. Just do something. Fuck Corey Perry. Shea Weber always looks like he's just got something stuck in his fucking nose. He's always crunching his nose like he's angry about something. Hey, buddy. Carey Price stood on his head. But in no... They play such a boring style of hockey. The goddamn Canadians. They play such a boring style of hockey. It's so frustrating. Good on them, though. Good for them, and good for them being up 3 nothing. But guess what? You're still not winning the Cup. Montreal. Have you seen what's been happening out in Colorado and Vegas? You know, when I started watching hockey, I should have just jumped in as a Knights fan because you know why? Vegas had just joined the league and so did I. I should have just been all in on Vegas. Boom. Could have fallen asleep every night to watch them playing their games. But no, I decided to pick a cursed team. I could have rooted for the Blue Jackets just down the road and they suck. The, the Maple Leafs are the saddest franchise outside of Buffalo. I mean, is that facts? They haven't won a, a first-round series since 2004. I was, I was goddamn six. I was six. Explain that. Anyways. What else is going on? Vegas, Colorado. C- Canadians, you guys are cursed. You're not going to beat Vegas or Colorado. You're cursed. You can beat the Winnipeg Jets, the expansion Jets, okay? Sure, congratulations. The Jets, who gives a shit about the Jets? Try pointing Winnipeg out on a map. You couldn't. Anyways, then you're going to have to go play one of those Knights or Avs teams, and guess what you're going to do? You're going to get mopped. You're going to get mopped out of the game. You know why? Because the Knights and the Avs play at a different speed than up in Canada. I think I want to start rooting for American teams. I can't walk away from the Leafs, though, but I want to. But I want to because I have no allegiance. I can just walk away. I'll be I'll go be a Knights fan. You think I care? I'll be a Knights fan the rest of the playoffs. We'll see what's going down. I'm an Islanders fan, a Knights fan, an Avs fan. I'll, I'll do it all. I'll be everybody's fan. Who else? Tampa, Carolina. I wanted Carolina to win, but they blew it. They give it five goals in a row, six goals in a row. They suck. They were up 4-1 to one in that game, and they lost on the road. Up 4-1. to one. It was 4-1. You know, every Leaf 
fan or a Leaf hater knows. It was 4-1. Look it up. What a sad, depressing playoffs. But the hockey playoffs are so much better than the NBA playoffs. I can't, I cannot explain to you the difference in the hockey playoffs and the NBA playoffs. The NBA playoffs, I'm watching Game 7 Mavericks Clippers, right? Because I love Kawhi Leonard. I love how that guy just shows no emotion. He's just yamming on you, just dunking it, just hitting, just dagger shots. And he's just stone face. He just doesn't give a shit. I love watching Steve Ballmer go absolutely nuts on the sideline, just doing the, doing the, he's moving his arms in opposite directions, you know? Like he's trying to get a semi truck to honk at him on the side of the road. He's just, but he's just doing that up and down. He has a seizure every time something goes good or bad for the Clippers, and I love it. I want them to go as far. I think they should have had, for Game 7, instead of playing a game, they should have Steve Ballmer and Mark Cuban fight each other at midcourt. That would have been a lot more fun. Honestly, than the basketball game getting stopped every 30 seconds because somebody got pushed. I'm watching hockey. Somebody gets gets tapped in the gonads. Matt Barzell, the Islanders. Matt Barzell, whatever the fuck his name is, dude. He got fucking speared in the nuts after he was cross-checking the shit out of Charlie Coyle, I think. On the Highlanders or the Bruins. No gives a shit. God damn it. Ryan, who you got? Who you got? Well, I'm going to take Knights in seven. The series swung. They should have won three games in a row. They've been playing really well. I'm taking Knights in seven, even though I want Nate Dog to get one. I like the Avs, but give me Knights in seven. So I just cursed them, so now the Avs will win. Give me the Canadians, and then give me the Avs or Knights over the Canadians. And then it'll be Tampa, and I'm, I want it. My heart says Islanders, but my brain says Bruins. So give me the Bruins in seven over the Islanders. And then give me Tampa over the Bruins. And then give me Knights over Tampa. How about that? Knights are winning the cup. I originally had the Knights beating the Leafs. We all know how that worked out. Okay, we all know how that worked out. It didn't. What else has been going on, dude? It's hard to watch NBA basketball. It's hard, man. The game stops every 15 seconds. Is there ever just five minutes of action? You know what I hear all the time in playoff hockey? We haven't had a whistle in a while. Well, there's been no whistle. That's good. That's a good thing. In basketball, it's like, oh, that guy got slightly bumped into. (whistles) Sorry, I didn't mean to whistle. I didn't mean to do that. I didn't realize how much that would be painful for people. But that's what I got going on, dude. That's it. Do I have any more notes? Do I have anything else to talk about? No. No, other than this has been a 100th episode of the End of the Woods podcast. How do you guys feel about this? Good? We liking this? We having a good time? This is a rip-roaring adventure, this podcast. And I, and I let me tell you something. I hate the way my voice sounds. I love doing this. Um, I always said from the first episode, if even one person listened that week, I would do another one the next week. And so it's been just a pleasure uh, to do this, and it's been a pleasure to... You know, have a good time doing it. I, I've rarely not wanted to do this. This has been the light of my day for a while, uh, especially now that it got me. I did it through school. You know, I did the podcast. I, I started posting videos of it. I just, all the things we've been through. If you came here from the Browns reaction videos, if you came here from just any silly video I've made, the podcast is great because uh, you guys, people listen. I don't, you know, I hope it can be better. I'm trying to get better. Um, 
and we'll get there. We've done about 60 to 70 hours worth of, of voice content on here. So that's a lot of things to say. I've said a lot of dumb things, as we're all well aware. Okay, no need to shame me. We don't kink shame. You know that. This is Fact City. And let me tell you something. We Sure, this is Fact City. We don't know how boats work. We don't know if they're selling kids over at Wayfair. I would assume no. We don't know how planes work. We like hockey. We like just chilling. And that's what we do on this podcast. So with that, I think that's my t- signal to go. Actually, I want to talk about Logan Paul, Floyd Mayweather fight. Logan Paul, Floyd Mayweather fought last night at, on a Sunday night at midnight. So good for them, right? And there was no judges. I guess you could have get knocked out. I, I Logan put up a good fight. In the fourth round, I thought Floyd went for the kill. And Floyd's not one of these guys that's like a big swinger. So Logan withstood it. He's a big guy. He's like 196.4. He looked bigger than that. You know, he looked heavier than that by the time they got to the ring. He's a big guy, but we all know what this is. But this is celebrity stuff. This is what I want to see. I don't give it. I saw Francis Ngannou, a UFC fighter, um, somebody who is probably really good at what he does. I think he's a world champion. But I'll tell you what. He said, where's my payday? Logan Paul won Got $20 million last night, and he hasn't even fought professionally. Yeah, because nobody cares. Because nobody cares. Everyone just wants to see. He's a draw. People will pay money. Everyone bought the fight. People said they weren't going to, and they bought it. He, like, he held his own against Floyd Mayweather. I don't know if Floyd was going 100%. Probably not. Who cares? It's an exhibition. Nobody's trying to die. Who cares? It was awesome. It was awesome. It was it was awesome. I, I it just was awesome because I want to see more of that. I want to see crazy sports oddities because this is entertainment. It's supposed to be fun. Who you know, boxing has discredited boxing more than Logan Paul and Jake Paul ever have. Those two have actually made box. They probably have more pay per view pay per view vibes. Oh my god, Ryan, just slow down, you goddamn idiot. They probably have more pay per view vibe. Okay. I'm not even doing a bit. Like, I wish I was doing a bit because then I could just move on with my life. But I'm not doing a bit because I'm just that stupid. Okay? Um, I, paper, they have, the Pauls have more pay-per-view buys than any boxer of the last decade. Like, I don't even know who's the biggest boxer of the decade. Joshua and Fury? Like, is it Mayweather? He just fought the Pauls, so he they're the if he, if he knew they was going to make money, he's going to do it. So that's what I'm saying. They're the biggest draw in boxing. They've made boxing relevant. They are boxing. When I think of boxing, I don't think of boxers. I think of celebrities like Jake and Logan Paul. That's because they are boxing, okay? They are the new wave of boxing, and that's all there is. That's all there is to it. And people want to put up a fight in these boxing people... Dude, boxing is supposed to be sacred. Is it? Because boxing doesn't treat itself like it's supposed to be sacred. Boxing will sell itself out tomorrow. But anyways, I think it's my cue to go. Because I'm just ranting now. I'm talking about nothing. Alright, man. Well, it was a good podcast. Of course, follow me at the links below. 100th episode. We'll be back for 101 next week. Okay? This was a hell of a time. Thank you guys so much for listening all these last couple episodes. I um, hope I've made you laugh. I hope I made you smile, maybe breathe a little heavy like this. Like, 
Like you're sitting in your cubicle just going, or in your car, or at the gym. Don't listen to me at the gym, all right? Listen to some real fucking music, okay? All right, I'm out of here. Email me at ryanwoodspod.com, at ryanwoodspodgmail.com. Um, it's in the link below. It's in the description below because I know I just messed it up because my brain's mush. I'm in a blender. Anyways, I'll see you guys next week. You know that. Peace. To a quiet old man full of white hair Thought we had it all planned out in a hijack But even then, everything was a fight, yeah Peas and carrots, what we inherit I see the merit in the squeeze of parents No need to sugarcoat it I see the need for being married But who would condone it? When your dreams are being buried And it seems you've been disowned I say hold on to The little piece of you that's still upon you Look twice and where's it gone to? Think twice, but what are you gonna do? If this is the type of life you want to Just let it on you I say So lucky cause you told me I was charming Nobody told you making money is a problem For a rapper ain't it funny how it's always so alarming Same with actors, same with authors, all the same Just blame the artists, all the modern poets Pardon, I'm an arm and always starving for attention Tens of thousands couldn't mention I am worthy but I'm thirsty, ain't it now so you can quench it I'm defenseless, I'm always swinging for the fences Yeah, I'm always swinging for the fences I'm always swinging for the fences I'm always swinging and Trying to hold on to this feeling while believing in this journey It won't hurt me